Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your host, Wendy Papazan. I'm Seychelle Van Poole. I'm Sarah Reynolds. And I'm Via Williams. Today, we're going to talk about communication, specifically communication with all of your partners, right? Your spouse, yes. your business partners, and your podcast your key partners. people, your podcast <laughs> partners. Yeah, we, we yeah. communicate a lot. You know, all funny story. You guys want to hear a really funny story. So we're all remote, right? We're in different states around the US. And so I'm in Seattle. Seychelles, you're in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Wendy, you're in Austin. Mm -hmm. Sarah, you're in uh, Virginia. And so I'm getting ready this morning and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to do... It's podcast Friday. I'm going to record with the ladies. I'm going to treat myself to Starbucks. And I literally almost texted <laughs> you guys to ask you what your order was because Aww. I wanted to bring you Starbucks because I, I feel like some. I'm with you. I feel like I'm, I'm with you. Every day. Day. If you I miss my coffee so much. Oh, mine's almond milk. It? Mine's Where a flat white almond honey. There you go. Mm. You know what I've been doing though lately is, is you can buy just a, like a box of chai and you can buy yes. a box of almond yeah. milk and you can make an iced chai almond milk latte and it's just so good. It's only like a hundred and a couple hundred calories and just yum, a really yum. yummy, yummy, refreshing. I like yeah, hot drinks. Treat. Mine would have to be hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everything yeah. has to be hot. I just want to snuggle with something nice and warm in my hand. That's what I want. It's like yeah, you guys live in Seattle. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah like a hot snuggling. climate. It's like 100 degrees out here. You sound like That's me true. and Sarah should be snuggling with hot drinks. I know. Oh, That's I, true. I do ice coffee every morning. Do you? Oh, That's oh yeah. Yep, I love you know, I love hot drinks so much. I used to like brag. If I was in the Sahara Desert, I would drink a hot coffee and not an iced coffee. So you know what I did when I went to the Sahara Desert? You got I literally coffee. was like, honey... I am getting a coffee. I am getting a hot <laughs> coffee. And I did. I drank a hot coffee in the Sahara Desert to prove well, to everybody. Well, we're totally going down a tangent. But actually, in the in the Middle East, yeah. they do they do drink hot drinks. It's mm -hmm. actually really common yeah. because if you yeah. sweat a little bit, then you'll cool down. Yeah, exactly. So it's a thing. Yeah, Which was not my reason at all. But, you know, I did it anyway. See okay, the things so people going, learn on the Empire Building podcast. Yes, yes. Going back to our actual topic, which is which is communication. communication. Which clearly we don't have a problem with. But so this is a super important topic and, yes. and a really timely one for, for a lot of us. And and so we we were talking before the podcast, and I think we all agree that there's there's three kind of primary big rocks, right, with this topic. Mm -hmm. And that is cadence of communication. And we're gonna kind of dive into that a little bit. Tools you can use. And we all have a lot of really cool tools and rules. You know, what are the rules of engagement? I know that, you know, I've, I have a rule that's changed my life, right? Well, I think we're going to talk about both biz business and our personal sure. life, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Maybe we succeed in one area and not in the other, or maybe we're mm -hmm. just like, mm -hmm. like me feeling Failing in both areas. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that, that's, why, that's why we wanted to cover this topic today, because I think all four of us have had active failures, past failures in these areas that we've had to learn from. And so if we can save any of you all out there from maybe repeating some of the things that we've lived through, you know, that would be fantastic. So maybe you can come on the journey. One of the first things I learned, Seychelles, was... Well, not not first. I wish it was the first thing I learned. Uh, it took me about like eight years. One of the um, last things you learned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last thing. Like last week, you know. Uh, I remember, you know, being a busy realtor and I'm on all these appointments with uh, buyers and sellers. And I don't know about you guys, but I remember like it was like one week and it was the third night in a row that I was home late. 
Mm-hmm. And my husband didn't know that I was going to be late because my schedule, what I thought the schedule was going to be in the morning ended up being totally yeah. different, which happens oh, yeah. in the real estate world oh, yeah. all the time. And do you remember just the the pit in your stomach, right? When you're walking Pulling in the, in the driveway oh. and then uh, seeing his face, just like, I'm so sorry again. And so for me, it was like learning a cadence of communication. And a lot of it comes down to time blocking, right? Yeah. And making sure yeah. we're on the same page. But what yeah. are you guys using in terms of cadence or schedule to avoid that? Because that's what I had to learn that the hard way. Oh, well, I think, I think for us, it starts, you know, we do our annual goal setting retreat, right? Mm -hmm. Which we've been doing that for since way before I had any of my businesses. And that's almost the foundation, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's the ebb and flow. And that's where we, we set our vacation time. So I know for us, that's the underlying kind of block for everything, which is like, we're definitely going to get some time together here, 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 and here. Yeah. Right. right. So no matter what's happening, we always have that to look forward to. So, Mm -hmm. and we've done that for many, many years. And then now we do that through, um, we actually, we have, we have other couples come. We had like 200 couples that came to Austin last year to kind of do that. So. Well, and maybe in the show notes, maybe in the show notes, we can share, you know, a little bit more about that. Yeah. A link for that. And then maybe we could do a future episode on like breaking that down a little bit. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, note to ourselves. We'll we'll do an episode for you guys on that. Uh, <laughs> but, taking notes here. <laughs> oh dang it! <laughs> Sarah took notes. All right. Yeah. You know, I, I love I love that you mentioned that though because in light of COVID, right? Uh, all four of us love to travel and have had travel on our schedules, right? Like we we like Wendy book out our entire next year's worth of travel in November the year before. And so now a lot of those things that we had to look forward to, we've had to go back to the drawing board and redo what that looks like on the communication side. So, you know, I think it's, it's revisiting back to the, the excitement that we have so that we can look forward to those times where we can actually slow down to really get on the same page with the big rocks. Now, what, what can be crazy, right, is like every week can be different and the problems that we're solving is different as empire builders. And it can be really really stressful, right? Because it's mm-hmm. changing, right? I mean, I always, we have, always have an annual plan too, but then every week can be different. And this year, I mean... Uh, every day like, is different. Yeah. Like, when did we do that annual plan? And none yeah. of it, none Five of it years happened. ago. Yeah. Yeah. What's a vacation? <laughs> exactly. What's a vacation? Uh, one of the best things that, that we did was uh, implement a Sunday night family meeting. Mm, and basically what we do is that we have uh, both of our calendars printed out for that week. And I time block when I can have late meetings if we need to have late meetings. So he knows, okay, she might be coming home a little bit later this day. Um, and then he does the same because he's in lending. So mm-hmm. that's also service-oriented, all reliant on client scheduling. And so that was huge for us is implementing that weekly schedule of let's just get on the same page that we know where the next five days, what the next five days are going to look like. And that has eliminated that pit in the stomach feeling uh, when I come home, which is that's well, awesome. And then as your kids, we do the same thing. And then as your kids get older, they get to be involved in that meeting mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. in addition to work stuff, there's also driving to this activity and I've got this and I've got this special event. And did you know about this mom or I have this do? And so it just helps everyone, the whole family, get on the same page. I love that. Yeah. In that, um, can I just ask a question to inquiring minds may want to know, like Seychelle, when you have your Sunday night meeting or Wendy, I know sometimes that might be like a, a Wednesday night for you guys on occasion, what all do you cover in that meeting? 
So we do, we literally just go through one day at a time. Like this day mm-hmm. I have to go in earlier. This day I have to come come home later. And then we both do it for both of our schedules. And then some, a lot of times we do move things around. Yeah. So like, okay, we both have something that's early, both, you know, sometimes it's early and then also late coming home. And right. so like making sure that we're not, we have children. So one of us needs, one of us needs to be there. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. And so just switching it around. So sometimes we'll juggle it and say, okay, this needs to move here. And what taking, what's the higher priority of the week? Mm-hmm. Basically? Well, and I'll give you a perfect example. A perfect example is today. So my son is getting his learner's permit. He's supposed to get it back in March. Finally got so uh, an appointment. It's, you know, it was the first one that we could get. And it was at 1230 today. And mm-hmm. I actually was, scheduled to do this podcast till one. So I, I figured Jay could do it. And I said to Jay, I said, can you take him? And he said, no, I have a haircut at noon. So there you there go. You go. Yeah. There you go. There mm-hmm. you go. You know, the so other thing leaving, we cover... Midstream, do you have to go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bye. She's got about 10 more minutes. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> take my coffee and run. <laughs> the other thing we cover during that that's been really helpful for us is we plan when we're both going to get exercise in during that. And we also do our meal planning for the week because I'm not a natural creative cook. I think we've covered that on previous podcast episodes. So we we plan that out so then we can get the grocery list and everything else lined up behind that. That's good. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I don't have anything to add. I think we all, it's interesting, we all plan on Sundays. And mm-hmm. I don't have, just by the way, in my household, we're not as, I don't know, purposeful or organized as you guys. We, Sundays is the day that we tend to kind of roughly go over a week. Hey, heads up, like I got to be at the office at 7.30. It's it's a little mm-hmm. more casual, you know? I mean, I've been married like 24 years. So at this point, we could this finish is shocking sentences. news to your co-host, Via. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Shocker, right? But, but I want I wanted to say something about cadence because it's really timely that came up this week. And what this came up this week with my business partner. And how it came up is is we talk all the time. And so a lot mm-hmm. of you guys, whether it's your spouse or your business partner, even your your executive leadership team, even just your your assistant, right? You might talk all the time. But what came up this week is is my business partner said, "Well, hey, we talk all the time. What's the problem?" And and I made a comment. I said, "But I'm not prepared for an ad hoc conversation all the mm-hmm. time. I think it's really important that we have a planned phone call or Zoom or meeting every week where we can both come to it prepared with an agenda." And and mentally focused with no distractions, you know, and ready to kind of you know tackle that. So what I like about your guys' Sunday meetings with your spouses or you know whatever you're doing at your business, I think it's important to have unplanned communication, and I also think it's important to have really planned uh, communication mm-hmm. as well. And there, there's a balance depending on the personalities and yeah. the type of business or the type of marriage you have. Well, and for a lot of people, you know, love is spelled T I M E. You know, yeah, it's a love language. Right. And if you're an empire builder yeah. and that's not your love language and it's your partner or your even your you know your mm-hmm. spouse or your business partner, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. I think that's a great, great point, Bea. And I think that's what all of us are saying is having once a I found once a week with mm-hmm. all my partners, both my business partner, who's my mom, and then also mm-hmm. George, my husband, having once a week a time where it's a, a business meeting, you know, right. where we can right. talk about business and it's mm-hmm. not Yes, we want to have fun and more laid back time too, of course. Yeah. Um, and we have that. But having that business time is really important. So I would say that's a big point to building a strong relationship with your partner is, is you got to make time for them. I learned that the hard way with my executive assistant. She was getting the last of my time. 
Yeah. And yeah. I had to learn that's right. it's important to take, she has to have the best of my time. Yeah. Well, so. and yeah, and that's the expectation I set with my people because I, I love the 411. You know, it's our weekly mm-hmm. time together. And I set that expectation with everyone. Hey, this, mm-hmm. these, are, these are the most important meetings. Yeah, every week. These are my most important meetings. And I expect you to, I expect you to make them your most important meetings too. So come prepared, right? This is our chance to, you know, have a conversation, move everything forward, touch base. And I'm not going to, if there's, you know, come hell or high water, I'm not going to mess with these meetings. And so good for you, Sarah, for for realizing that and understanding that, especially if it's an assistant, that's really what they need. Yeah. Well, the, the other part, I mean, part of it was like, obviously we want to show care for our partners and for all the people that we love and care, care about so much. And what I was doing was like, when things were urgent, well, I felt like they were urgent. You know, it was like calling them, I need you to take care of this, this, and this, or I need your help with this, this, and this. And they're in the middle of, you know, making my emergency their emergency constantly, right? right? right. And I was doing that time and time again. And that gets really draining on them. And I just learned, okay, now I have each of their names in my planner. And anytime something comes up, I put down what I need to address with them. And then that Mm -hmm. happens at that meeting. Yes. Right, yeah. Well, and, so. and one thing that I've learned about working with people is, is that it's great to give somebody an assignment, but then also give them a, an idea of the deadline. Mm. Because sometimes, you know, everything we do can feel really urgent. And so when mm-hmm. we're conveying that to someone, it's great to say, hey, this is due at the end of the day. This is due at the end of the week. That's this good. Is no ur- this, there's no urgency to this. You know, we don't need this for two weeks. Yeah. So that's another level of communication. Well, and Wendy, what you hit on is is what I say all the time. And that is that 99% of communi- communication problems, even relationship problems, mm-hmm. can be prevented by managing expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usually we fail That's because so we haven't true. managed with our clients, with our, our work spouse, with our home spouse, you know, whoever it is. But I think that I think that when we talk about cadence, what's interesting to me is is this balance, right? Because this is this is what came up with me and my my work spouse Ben. <laughs> I my 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 real spouse is named Ben. So my <laughs> my work husband Ben. And and what came up th- what came up this week was, you know, we didn't have planned time and I was getting frustrated, just full disclosure. And what I what I was talking to him about when we kind of hashed it out is that the everyday talk and text is really good because we kind of know we've really learned how how each other thinks and reacts to things. We just know how each other mm-hmm. how we do that. We know the mood of the day, kind of know if the other one's in a good place or a stressful place, and we kind of know what dragons we're, we're each slaying that day or that mm-hmm. week, right? We kind of know what the big problems are. And you have to have that with your any spouse, with any of your key people. You kind of need to know what the mood is, what the vibe is, what they're stressed about, you know, what's going on in their world. But you also have to have that plan time. So you really do need both in, in a healthy relationship, I think. The other part of the cadence on the communication is the communication around money. Mm. And something that Nick and I, when we were newly married, or my mom and I, when we were working together and newly into relationship was, it was a really hard lesson to understand that we both had very different definitions and ideas of what we wanted on money. And, you know, one of one of us may have been more of a saver, one may have been more a spender, one may have been more like, let's plan for retirement. And the other one might have been like, let's just plan for the six month savings, right? And so getting on the same page with a budget and expectations with your financials, I think eliminates a lot of the stress that then bleeds over into the communication issues. And so what I'd love for us to talk about, whether it's communication 
or whether it's money or whatever it is, maybe we can go into some of the tools that we're using on a weekly basis uh, or a daily basis to help kind of with some of that management. Yeah, well, there and there's some great financial tools that you can use mm-hmm. too. And uh, yeah, just understand that everybody comes to the relationship with a different idea of what money's for yeah. and rules around money, you know, talking about rules too. And so what do you guys do in terms of like, let's say... Let's say you want to buy a new couch, big purchase, right? Probably more than a thousand bucks. What do you have to do to get that couch? Not what do you have to do? That sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what kind of communication? I, my husband and I work, you know, work from a basis of priorities. And so at a given right. time, it's like a, a triage of priorities that we know that's happening. And so we're probably at the point 24 years in where we wouldn't have the couch conversation if it didn't hit the top five if that makes sense. So, I mean, that's a preemptive strike, right? Like I already know my next five big spends and it's not a couch. Mm, okay. So I I suppose it would come up if like a really great deal came up. I mean, you know, life happens, but mm-hmm. that's my answer to that. For us, yeah, but some people aren't like, like that. Yeah. 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 For us, it started with getting on the same page with the amount of nest egg that we felt comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I happen to be like a squirrel, especially like at a young age, having parent like a parent with like a major health issue and insurance, right? At that point, didn't like cover pre-existing conditions. For me, it was just like, there's never enough (laughs) that you could save for doomsday because you never know when it's going to come. And so I had this like very like dark view of money in that it just, you had to accumulate and accumulate and accumulate and spending was bad and saving was good. And that was it. Like it was a very hard, like black and white view. And and Nick was just like, dude, we, we have got to get to a point where you need to set a number and say, this is a number that is our nest egg where when we hit this number, I can sleep at night and we can start moving towards investment properties and move towards couches and other things. And so for us, it was getting that baseline assessed. Yeah, I, I love that, Seychelle. And that's really what I was talking about with that annual retreat. Right, It's a really good place to have that discussion. And when mm-hmm. we do our retreat, we take two days away from the kids. We talk about finances. We talk about you know what we want our life to look like. I love so that. I think that's super smart is to really... Because if you're not heading, both heading in the same direction, right? What, what, where are you going to get there? Where, yeah, yeah. where's your marriage going to go? Well, and so. then the big part... I mean, money is the number one reason for divorce. That's mm-hmm. right. So I think it's... This is a very important topic, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, so much comes down to... It's got to be on the calendar. Like these conversations yes. have yeah. to be on the calendar mm-hmm. for both partnering in business, but then mm-hmm. also partners at home. So I have a finance... Me- George and I have a finance meeting once a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we review what things look like. We talk about if big purchases have come up um, mm-hmm. and what the plan is there. And we get on the same page. And a lot of it is the expectations, right? Instead of just like going out and spending without us all both being on the same page. Mm-hmm. And then I do the same with my mom. So we have a monthly finance meeting for the business. Yeah. And I think for me, a lot of this came down to, we were just like flying blind with each other because mm-hmm. it wasn't on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And so now... Even if we're not super prepared, if it's on the calendar that we're going to talk about money, we're going to talk about money. Right. And so like having that set time is just critical. Um, and that has been a really big thing for, for all my key relationships. Speaking of big finances, awesome. did you get your house? No, not yet. No. We're okay. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of finance, though, we did just... No, have I've been texting her all week. I could have told you that one day. Oh. Like, did you get it? Did you get it? <laughs> her mediator. Yeah, I've been out of the loop a little bit. Realtors awesome. need realtors. For anyone listening, never. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Sarah's in the middle of buying a house right yes. now. It's very nerve-wracking for everyone. We're the worst. Yeah. We are the we worst. We are a worst client. We are the worst. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Then the other part is like, I love the visual of having the time blocked on it, but I also think you need the visual of where the money is. So whether Mm. it's like a Google Sheet or Mm. um, Mint or any sort of a, you know, QuickBooks, I don't care what it is, but any sort of a tracking tool, you need to get something and, and visit that visually regularly during that meeting. Um, so that you are truly looking at where your money is coming in and where it is actually going out. Yeah, that's kind of smart. Yeah, and we use something called personal capital now. We used to use Mint, but mm-hmm. we switched over and it's really great. Why'd you switch? Uh, because it has just a better... I just didn't like... Mint has better budgeting tools, I thought, but mm-hmm. personal capital just has a better way of like looking at your net Tracking. worth and you can just see everything. I love that. It's just that a better visual. Yeah. I'm writing it down right now. Thank yeah. you. I actually think tracking your net worth is right there, a good communication topic with your spouse because Ben mm-hmm. and I just started doing it, I don't know, 18 months ago, you know, yeah. really for the first time. And I that warmed us up into more healthy financial dialogues than we've ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just, it because it's objective. It's not one of our opinions and yeah. one of us isn't being overly dramatic, you know, and it's <laughs> it's just, it's a fact and it's in front of you and it's it's black and white and and it's it's you against that spreadsheet rather than you against each other. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Well, and that, for us most people good. don't even talk about money. Like, yeah. I, I have so many friends that like, that is a taboo topic. One person manages it. The other doesn't know any of the passwords to get into it. And... I can't tell you how many team members I've had where we sit down in our wealth building club and I'll say, okay, we're going to review your net worth and we're going to put this sheet together and I need you to go do this as your homework. And they're like, I don't even know how to log in. Like, Seychelle, cool. that was my marriage for, until yeah. two years ago. Yeah. That was me. Ben and handled all of our finances. I'll just admit it right now. I, sure. That was me. I was that person. Well, I, didn't and, hand, I didn't do anything with it. So, ha- so I'm just going to f- flip the question on you then because I think this is so important for anybody in a business or like relationship, relationship to have. What do you feel now? What does it feel like now for you to have clear insight and visibility into that? How do you as a person that didn't manage the money, how do you feel now? Well, from a communication standpoint, I was really scared to bring the topic up. It's, yeah. it's I think money can be scary because yes. it, in the back of your head, you're like, I don't really want to sacrifice what I think I'm going to have to sacrifice. And you don't want mm-hmm. to face that. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to, you're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Maybe like I was embarrassed about my spending habits. And granted, we were in it together. We were both, you know, sure. doing it together. But so from a communication standpoint, you know, it's really a topic of how do you bring up really hard topics to someone mm-hmm. you care about deeply. Yeah. And it can happen in business or, in, you know, at, at home. And so um, I was really nervous about it. And so it started actually with me tracking my net worth. It was an assignment from a, I'm in a master class, and it was required and I put it off the first few times and finally I had to do it. <laughs> and I had to ask Ben for all the financials. And he's like, why are you like, you want to know about yeah. this account and this right. account? And I just started getting in tune to it. And after two or three months of tracking it, he's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then we finally sat down and I was like, I want to build this number to this number. Can mm-hmm. we like get we aligned that? on that? Yeah. And you know, this is why I think it's important. And we don't have a four hundred one k. We're real estate agents. Well, I do now, but you know, we didn't then. And I was like, yeah. we're real estate agents. We don't have a four hundred one k. I think our retirement's going to have to be rental properties. So can we talk about it? And you know, we just never talked about it, which is embarrassing, but it's the truth. It's no, my truth. I, no, I, think I, it's I, I appreciate your vulnerability in yeah, that because yeah. I think that I mean, I would just venture out there to say the vast majority of people sit in that camp versus the I really love looking at our net worth and financials all the time. Like I. I would say you're, you're yeah. by far in the majority. 
And I really appreciate you being transparent and vulnerable about that. And also like sharing with people the journey you've been going on because it's it's really important. I think it's great. It was negative when we started. It was really painful. And I can tell you that it has gone up dramatically like four times since we started measuring it. It's been great. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Good job. But speaking of, so so those are good tools, right? Um, mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about, I think we should move into rules of engagement because I have a, a DHB, deeply held belief, that has really, <laughs> really changed my life. I got that from my dad. I say it all the time. It's a via DHB, right? And that is my 24-hour rule. And how that started is I used to be really passive aggressive. And so mm-hmm. for as, as kind of assertive as I am and out there as I am, and you know, I'm a people person, I think it's surprising to people people, but a lot of people like me, a lot of you listening, a lot of you guys, I know you well, we get passive aggressive when we get really upset though. Yeah. We mm-hmm. know ourselves really well and it's it's a little bit easier to seethe in anger than it is to express it outwardly, right? I yeah. think that's a, a very common thing. So I am, you know, I was aware of the fact that when I got passive aggressive, I could really sway the mood of the room, especially with my company, with my team. And I had a team member leave and at his exit interview, he told me that he said, you're passive aggressiveness. He's like, when so-and-so did, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever they did, I could cut the tension in that office with a knife. And Uh I just don't want to work in that environment. And it just gutted me. I mean, it, it, it completely gutted me. Soon after that, I decided to go to work with uh, at my now at my new position. And when I was sitting down with my now business partner, Ben Kinney, we sat down and he looked at me in the eye. He said, we're going to talk about a couple things before we start together. I said, okay. And he's like, you get passive aggressive. And I, we can't do that. That's not going to be good because the minute resentment sets in, it ruins a relationship. Ooh, so that's good I need right you, there. <laughs> you, this is a good mm-hmm. combo because it's changed my life actually. He said, I need you to commit to me that you are going to address anything with anybody on the executive leadership team, with me, anybody in our offices immediately or within 24 hours. That's your rule. You have a 24-hour rule and you have to commit that you're going to address it head on with them and you're going to resolve it and not let resentment build up. Mm. So I committed to that rule and it, it was so hard at first. I know it sounds easy, but mm, it's so it hard because it's it pride and ego. Yeah. It's really, really hard. It's to to say to someone, "I'm really hurt and jealous." Like it, that's a hard statement to mm-hmm. make, right? And it has completely changed my life. You guys have watched my transformation. I, I just, I don't carry bitterness like I used to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't carry, I'm, I'm happier. I'm more joyful. Like that little thing, that's why I talk about it so much. That little yeah. rule has changed everything. Well, and for those of you that haven't read Brene Brown's Dare to Lead, mm-hmm. a lot of what she talks about in that book is just having the vulnerability with your with your team, right? And just yeah. saying like, hey, these, this is how you made me feel. Yep. So highly recommend that book if you haven't read it. Now, one of the rules that my parents had in, in our house growing up is, and this actually comes from the Bible because it says, don't mm-hmm. let the sun go down upon your wrath, yeah. which is like, Similar. Way, yeah. It's similar yeah. and it's way easier yeah. said than done. Let's be serious. It really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's a similar rule. And I remember watching my parents sometimes stay up really late. And because they had that rule of like, we're not going to go to sleep mm-hmm. until we at least, you know, get it out. Yeah. Get it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it was beautiful to watch. And I feel like that's helped me in my relationships, just seeing that sort of play out. But no, that's a great rule of just like getting out your feelings, even if it's not really coming to a resolution. I don't mm-hmm. think some things. 
I don't know if you can come to a resolution in 24 hours, but at least being vocal about things mm-hmm. versus letting them fester and get and get better, better towards them. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything would, that you can do to prevent resentment in any mm-hmm. relationship, the farther upstream you can present re, prevent resentment, the better mm-hmm. off you are. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I would argue, you know, we had our uh, retreat. Uh, was it just last week? It feels like a dream. Yes. <laughs> and it was a dream. Um, I challenged everyone to come up with some some rules for their life, right? Mm-hmm. You know, what are your rules that you're not going to slide through? So whether that's like stopping work at 6 p.m., being present, you know, putting your phone away, whatever those things are. And I think having some rules around communication are just really important. Well, I love that, wa- watching Seychelles with this. I would love for, for, for you to <laughs> yeah. mention some of your rules um, yeah. that you and Nick have put into place. This is, well, and, and Wendy said earlier in the episode, right, that um, some of our partner or spouse's language, love language is time. And that is 100% Nick's love language, like nothing else. It is the one. Whereas mine's acts of service. Like you you unload the dishwasher for me and I love you for a week. Like So time is a really hard gift to give all the time. Especially when you're an empire builder and you love what you do every day and who you work with. And so for him, the fact that real estate and business can creep into all hours of the day, all mornings of the day, all nights of the day really was building up a lot of frustration and resentment. And it's still like, I'll be fully transparent. It's something that I still have not 100% nailed. And we've had to put some rules around it where like my phone goes on. I have a chill out alarm that goes off on my phone at about 5.45 every day. And it like mm. goes off and it reminds me to like start breathing and decompressing. Because what is it like having... samba music or what is Yeah, what is it, it kind of like, yeah. it's like um, the, it's the baby elephant walk that like... Three, three little birds. It's actually kind of happy. You kind of like can't help but shake your head. It's great. Yeah, baby elephant walk if you need a need a chill out alarm. But it reminded me not to bring my work home when we were driving to and from the office. And now it reminds me to chill it out before I'm entering into like family time and cooking meals and doing all of that. Like I just, I have to mentally take my hat off because during the day I am so bam, 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 like all day, just going, going, going. I can't then bring that into my like marriage, right? Like that, that makes Nick feel like an employee or like a team member on the team. And even though we have to work together at times, that that just, it's not a respectful way to have our marriage run. And so uh, that chill out alarm has helped a lot. And then my phone goes on, do not disturb. So I physically can't hear the phone buzz or ring, you know, and then I have like one or two times a night where I will like say, heads up, I'm going to go check my phone, see if there's things we need to deal with, handle it, and then come back. Um, But it's like, I remove myself from the situation and come back. And and Wendy and I were both talking about like, I, I used to and still like have at times because I felt so guilty about not having 100% time, oh, right? Yeah. And that there's a guilt around that. And so I would hide work. And that's yeah. like so embarrassing to admit it. But <laughs> Wendy and I both were like, oh, yeah. I mean, we totally we're have been like hiders. in a restaurant. Yeah, we're work hiders. It's really embarrassing. But like, I would be like, oh man, I really have to go to the bathroom, which I did. But then I also would like <laughs> wash my hands and like, Counter, negotiate like, in a yeah, counter negotiate yeah. something or like okay, you know why Sarah and I don't do this <laughs> newsflash everybody knows you're hiding your work you think you're hiding your work and you're not <laughs> so we just don't bother with the whole pretense of it <laughs> I don't do it I don't do it as much yeah. anymore but I definitely I definitely went through a lot of a lot of years where I did um, yeah. and so just having rules around electronics for us is has helped with with a lot of management around that expectation with time 
But you you also brought up a really good rule, which is just being present and yeah. mindfulness. Yeah. And Seychelle, you're really good at that. Like, so you know, good. just the fact that you set your phone and put it on DND and have that mindful time, that should be a rule. Be where you are, right? Especially mm-hmm. with communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in sure. our business partnerships and in our home. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Well, you guys, this was an awesome episode. Thank you so much for just diving in and talking about communication at home, at work, and with our key people. We went over cadence of communication, a lot about kind of what we should do annually, and then also what we do weekly, which I think was really, really helpful. Tools you can use, and and there's so many tools. Uh, There's one I forgot to put that we'll put in the show notes for you. Uh, I like having a parking lot. I like to have a note Mm, of parking lots that I uh, that I put down for everybody. Yeah, so we'll put that in the notes. And then lastly, you know, rules of engagement. We we all have standards and rules. What are they? Wendy brought up, you know, what are the rules of your life, right? So I I love all of this. I love all of this. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you're enjoying what you're hearing, we please encourage you to not only subscribe and give us a five-star rating, but to tell your friends about it. That's how we spread the word. Please, anywhere you listen to podcasts, spread the word and let everybody know about Empire Building Podcasts. Thank you very much. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Empire Building. If you like what you heard, join our tribe by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform and help us spread the word by leaving a five-star rating and review. Until next time, wishing you a life worth living. And remember, you are an empire builder.